It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, like, because when I shot, I expected to make it. So, like, I don't shoot kind of miss. You are Locked On Raptors, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Canada, the NBA title is yours. We're going to the first of the Hail Mary 3 by Mo Get that garbage out of here. Hey, what's going on? Welcome to episode number 946 of Locked on Raptors for Thursday, May the 13th. I'm your host, Sean Woodley of RaptorsHQ.com. You can find me on Twitter at WoodleySean. You can find the show at Locked on Raptors. We can find links to every single episode of the podcast. And of course, please make sure to check out the entirety of the Locked on Podcast Network. We got shows covering every team in the Big Four, not just the Raptors covered off for you. If you are a fan of the Toronto Maple Leafs, for example, go listen to Locked On Leafs with Mike DeStefano and also go give Locked On Canadiens a try as Toronto takes on Montreal for the first time since like the 70s in the playoffs. It's going to be a ton of fun. And as much as I detest the Montreal Canadiens, I love the hosts of Locked On Habs. They are wonderful. Laura Saba, Scott Madla, give them a shot. They are great. They are going to break down that series from the other side of the tracks and I uh, highly recommend you check it out. There might be like a Leafs-Habs crossover situation coming up here too very shortly. Okay, before we get to today's show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Locker Room who are changing the way we talk about sports. Download the app today in iOS and Android and join us Friday, 2 p.m., where myself, Evek Jacob, and probably Katie Heindel are going to hang out and take your questions for about an hour or so as the Raptors uh, prepare to take on the Mavericks in their second-to-last game of the season on Friday night. So jump on in there. We'll talk about tanking and the draft and a whole bunch of stuff. It'll be a good time, as always. So tune in on Friday, 2 p.m., changing the way we talk about sports. That is the Locker Room Promise. And also, before we continue on, I just want to wish Eid Mubarak to everybody who is celebrating today. Hope it is a joyous, happy occasion, and uh, hope you're with family and, and doing what you can in these trying, stupid, pandemic-y times. All right, on today's show, it's part two, as promised, of the re-airing of the episode I did the day after the Kawhi shot back in 2019, where I spoke to five different people about their experiences watching the shot. Today's episode features Katie Heindel and Joey Devine, two of our absolute favorites. Of course, Joey, one of the co-hosts of the Round Ball Rock podcast, for my money, the best basketball podcast there is, and Katie Heindel, obviously, from this podcast fame, and also a basketball and dishes and dimes and all over the world, because Katie rules, and it's fun. In the last two years, Katie has absolutely just taken over the world since this was recorded, which was pretty fun. Um, so yeah, let's uh, get to it now. Katie's in first. We talk for a good long while about the shot, the reaction of Marcus Saul with Joel Embiid and the consoling going on there. I believe, if I recall, there's a story about Katie's dog vomiting around the time of the shot. 
so that's fun or gross, whatever you want it to be, uh, and it's a good time. So we'll get to that, and then, of course, Joey Devine in the back part of the show, who is hilarious and lovely, and I wanted to get an outsider's perspective on the shot, if I'm recalling my process for putting this episode together a couple years ago, and uh, Joey's the best, so I hope you enjoy hearing his lovely voice as well. Let's get to it. Katie Heindel, myself, talking about the shot. I'll check in with a couple ad reads, but otherwise, take it away, Sean and Katie from two years ago. Ooh, spooky, the past. All right, joining me now on the line, one of our favorites, uh, many, many time returning guests. It's Katie Heindel. Katie, how are you doing today? I'm in disbelief. So I'm in a, like a state of uh, happy, it's not even shock. It's like when you're kind of floating through the world yeah. a little bit. Yeah, like you just got good news about... I honestly can't think of better news than what happened. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's To me, it's not like a news thing. It's just yeah. trying to process. We're so pathetic. We're just trying to process like four seconds, mm-hmm. under four seconds of, of like a bunch of insane things happening, like crammed into four seconds. Uh-huh. Uh... Yeah, you're the feelings correspondent on this podcast, so I figured you were uh, probably the perfect person to have on this podcast to discuss the feelings you experienced when the shot went down. Uh, So set the stage, where were you watching, who were you watching with, and uh, what happened over the course of the 4.2 seconds, and then the eventual bounce around until it fell in. I was watching from my couch <laughs> under several layers of blankets because I think I'm getting sick. Um, I was watching with Dylan and my dogs and we were stressed as everybody else was. Um, to set to really set the stage, one of my dogs puked all over the carpet just before the game started and it was like more liquid than I thought could fit in an animal. <laughs> so... That really sets the stage, so everybody was quite nervous going into it. <laughs> I felt like, for the first three quarters, I felt like, yeah, there was a lot of back and forth, but I was like, you know, pretty confident. I felt like they could they could handle it. And then this thing happens to me, and it happened to me last night, of like in the fourth, maybe about six minutes in, uh-huh. I was like, oh shit, it's the fourth. <laughs> this, is the, this is it. <laughs> so I was starting to feel a bit more tense, and... I'll be honest, like when there was so much back and forth, like it looked like the the Raptors were really getting a handle on it, but then Philly kept coming back and evening the score. So there was a moment when I think when he first put it up, Mm because he had been like forced out, so it wasn't a great shot and it was like completely stressful. I was really freaked out that Marcus Al was going to like make a bad pass or I don't know, just get too flustered. But Mm. anyway, the ball goes up. And I, after the first bounce, I was already starting to tilt my head and just kind of like throw it up in despair because I already was like, I can't, this is going overtime. And uh-huh. I knew I couldn't handle it. Uh-huh. Like I was like, I can't handle an overtime. This is fucked up. I don't want this. But then something that made me just like stop. So I had like one eye on the screen still and like one eye looking away and like look back and then caught the last two bounces. And <laughs> I feel like this is extremely dramatic, but I feel like it was in one of the like a space movie when all the air goes out of like a really confined space. Yeah, like the, like the suction happens, the vacuum. Yeah. yeah, and it was just like in a state of suspension, and like Dylan and I just looked at each other in like total disbelief, and I was still a bit like, 
what the fuck just happened? And then I just started crying. (laughs) (laughs) How long did you cry for? Oh, I kept crying. Like, I mean, I was crying on and off. I wasn't, like, bawling, but I was, like, really, I was choked up, and I was like, holy shit, like, I can't believe that happened. And it was watching, it was watching Kawhi, like, in the middle of that, like, mob of people, and just getting, like, his head was just getting smaller and smaller and smaller as more people piled onto the outside of it. <laughs> but what did take me out of it is kind of like, it's the moment I needed a, a breath and just be like, okay, was just staring at his blue tongue. <laughs> <laughs> because then I was like, how much Gatorade is this guy drinking? First I was like, is it a blue gum? And then it, I was like, oh, it's Gatorade. Um, but that that brought me back down to earth a little bit. The blue tongue. I didn't even. I haven't even considered the blue tongue yet. What? Oh, it's all I was seeing. Let me see now. Let me let me try. Hey, it is it is blue. It's so blue. Yeah, that's weird that I didn't put that together. I'm, of course, you noticed that because you yeah. notice everything. Uh, what were you feeling when Butler scored after the Kawhi missed free throw? Really bad. (laughs) That was the moment I think for myself and probably a lot of Raptors fans, you're like, of course, you know, like this is now, this is the thing we were expecting. Um, You you can't have like, it can't be easy. We were up and it's like, it's going to all be taken away from us. So I think that's why like the moment he put the, Kawhi put the shot up in response, I was already just like, no, because (laughs) As Raptors fans, forever we've just been trained to know that we don't get shots like that. Like mm-hmm. those shots don't fall for us. It did very much feel like that miss free throw was going to be the new Vince miss. Yeah, and like, also like I get the sim, I get like trying to draw a bit of a storyline, but I swear to God, like I was so like Matt Devlin was just like leaning on that narrative <laughs> <laughs> so hard. For the entire game, and especially in the last five minutes, I was kind of like, really, guys? Like, you really set this one up to fail. <laughs> but I guess it paid off for them in the end. But yeah, like, I was like, okay, I get it. There's a lot ra- there's a lot riding on this for a lot of reasons. Uh-huh. And now you have to bring history into it. Yeah. Do you, do you have a favorite call of the of the bucket from any of the any of the broadcasters that are circulating out there right now? Yeah, because I've seen some people talking about all the different languages, yeah. and I think the the Korean one that's the top for me. Okay, mine um, mine's the, the, French the French one. The French one's pretty good. Yeah. Do you like the French one? Oui, papa, oui, papa. <laughs> yeah. The only thing I don't like about the French one is it's too short. At least the yeah. clip I saw, where yeah. he's like, oui, papa. <laughs> <laughs> but the Korean one is good because those guys just start screaming, like yeah. throat screaming. Yeah, it's like it's they get really, caught really good up as in well. It. Uh, there's a Turkish one that's pretty good. They're, oh, all, damn, they're all great, that. man. They're all so good. There's a whole thread uh, that someone put together of all of the uh, international calls. Um, what I really want, and I probably on the way, um, but is the bounces. You uh, sorry, Katie. You uh, you cut out there for a second. What you want is what? Oh, I want a breakdown of the. Oh yeah, just like the actually there is one if you read uh, Barry Pachetsky at Deadspin did a really good good one. But I want like an oral history of everybody who was watching. Oh yeah, that that's fair. <laughs> From like the bench to like people who were there and just like 
at each bounce because I, I've been like I want a really close shot of it. Mm-hmm. I've been looking a lot. Probably this is what I've been looking at the most is, is like the slow motion of the bounces from every different angle mm-hmm. because the first bounce it it looks like the first bounce it kind of catches the ball and then it pops up and then it bounces and the second bounce it looks like it's going out. Mm-hmm. So just like from a catch to like relief to then sheer terror to then like two more bounces wobbly bounces and then it goes in but i really want to see everyone's reactions because as you know i really love breakdown like photos yeah and all the photos when that's happening and like zoning in on everyone's different reactions on their faces that's been like a real joy to me today. I already got more of the chat with Katie Heindel about the Kawhi shot still to come uh, with the beautiful 2019 shoddy audio standards that I was apparently living by back in the day. So glad things are better now, but hope you continue to enjoy the conversation. We'll get to that in just one second. But first, I want to tell you about our friends over at rockauto.com. Maybe your own car has shoddy audio standards. Maybe your speaker system is not working so hot. Maybe your radio's broken. You can find that stuff at rockauto.com along with all sorts of parts for your car at a price much lower than what the mechanic is going to try to fleece you for when you are there sitting at the counter, scared, sad, about to spend a bunch of money on your car, and the mechanic comes in and says, hey, this thing costs this, and now with Rock Auto, you can know that what the mechanic is saying the thing costs is going to be wrong. It's in lots of times going to be 50, 30, 100% more expensive than what it actually costs on the website. So go to rockauto.com right now. Check out their unique and remar- remarkably easy-to-navigate catalog. It is wonderful quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand specifications and prices that you prefer best of all prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers so why spend up to twice as much for the exact same parts go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your vehicle right locked on either how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you as well amazing selection reliably low prices all the car parts you will ever need at rockauto.com The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Now, let's get back to a little bit more with myself and Katie Heindel. Yeah, the, my favorite picture is the one when the ball is in the air, and it's the one, uh, I think, uh, Kisham Mystery of Yahoo Sports got took it, and it's on the New York Times cover today. Um, and it's it's the entire Raptors bench. It's the one where I pulled the Adrian Griffin screen cap, because like, yeah. he is perfect in that. Um, but there are so many cool. I just DM'd you the picture. I want to go through some of these people. Okay. Uh, people should uh, Yahoo Sports Canada tweet out the picture. You know the picture by now. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this one is amazing. Yeah. So we've got Danny Green's got his eyes closed. I don't think he's going to be happy about that. <laughs> he's he's sitting there, eyes closed, uh, <laughs> just blinking. I guess you have Kawhi suspended in air in just like the most majestic way. You have Ben Simmons looking up, and then you get, then you get to the bench guys. What do you think of Nick Nurse's uh, vantage point on this? <laughs> it's weird. Like, 
I also didn't realize that Nick Nurse, because Kawhi crouches right after this. Yeah. And I guess I thought Nick Nurse and him were like synced up in their crouching. <laughs> it's, it's weird to me that Nick Nurse decided to go down this early. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it also makes me disbelieve the thing he said in the post game where he's like, oh, I always knew it was going to go in. It's like, not from that vantage point, you didn't, buddy. <laughs> Uh, we've also got, okay, all the assistant coaches are good in their own, right? Patrick McTumbo looks really upset at the shot selection. <laughs> yeah. He's just like, what the fuck, Kawhi? Come on, dude. And, um, Sergio Scariolo, of course, has the hand on the mouth. I think, I think is my favorite of the coaching staff, because he's like, huh. it's yeah. like a really quintessential, I feel like, uh, Italian kind of vibe. <laughs> me he's like could go either way uh and then jamal mcglore looks so unfazed he looks like he's he's looking at it longingly knowing it's going in powell's look is very strange powell's looks like he's seen something beyond the basketball maybe (laughs) god or something like he's seen something past where's norm why can't i see norm he's beside fred oh yeah okay there he is yeah yeah, and yeah. Fred's like, Fred's holding on to him for like an anchor point. Yeah, and Norm's looking at the Turk Broda Leafs retired jersey in the, in the rafters. If, if I didn't know that they had taken it down, I'd say he was looking at the Bon Jovi banner. <laughs> I believe they put it back. That's funny. Maybe um, he is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> someone sent me a um, screen cap of someone who's not looking like in the crowd. Um, someone who's oh, yeah. looking away, which feels pretty awful. Um, I'm heartened by the lack of people holding their phones up. There's a few, but I kind of like that most people withstood the urge to, to tape the thing and just were there to like live it. Yeah, no, I like that too. And I just like, uh, cause I was trying to think what my, I would probably have the weirdest face, uh, <laughs> looking at this as like a very emotive person. Mm-hmm. So I'm very impressed that a lot of people look quite stoic. There's this really gingery guy yeah if you could see him yeah he looks i don't know he looks like a bit sad already yeah he's probably like what we were like no we'll never get the shot he's really really upset about the overtime that's definitely coming for sure i don't like that you can't see the one critique i'll have of this amazing photo is you can't see uh, too many members of the bench unfortunately yeah yeah they're they're kind of hidden Patrick McCaw has a screen cap later on where he looks like in absolute terror that of that what has gone down. Like he's scared of the crowd and the mob around Kawhi. That's really good. And he's like staring into the camera. It's like he's like breaking the fourth wall. It's it's did, really really. Did great. you see the one I tweeted? I'm gonna send. I just DM that to you. Okay. Mostly I did that to to look to like really zone <laughs> in on the crush the crushing disappointment of Ben Simmons. Oh yeah. I'm also but, noticing the uh, sorry, just previously in the one the, the guy from uh, Dragons Den, the, the the Boston Pizza guy is standing courtside. <laughs> which, which guy? Jim True Living. <laughs> Who's that? He's the guy who has all is the Boston pizzas. Is he the guy pizzas. in the black shirt? Yeah, he's got the oh. uh, the blue collar. Uh, he's he's like the third from the left on the baseline. The, there's the guy that in the guy white. Looks sh- like he's at a like a military funeral. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Who's the guy in the black shirt? I don't it's know. Like done, but all, undone all the way to him. I don't know, but he's living his best life. Yeah, that's a good that's a good vibe. He's got like so many gin and tonics in him that he's got to undo the buttons. 
like $16 gin and tonics. All right, and now I've pulled up this picture. Uh, mm-hmm. So this Joelle is smiling. This is like a Renaissance painting to me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. OG is fantastic in this picture. Yeah. Uh, I, I, as you know, I feel like I'm Jody Meeks is like, that's me. <laughs> Yeah, Jody Meeks looks really good in this one. Uh, um, Kawhi looks so self-sad. Uh, he almost like he's tripping on Danny's feet. It's like Danny's right there to brace his fall, I guess. Is this this is before he kneels, right? Or crouches. Yeah. Yeah, this is right before. You can kind of see his knees like bending a little bit. Yeah. And is Malcolm Miller, I need to know why he's wearing so many towels. <laughs> But he looks good. He looks like he's in a haunted house. Where's the Malcolm Miller? Where, why can't I see Malcolm Miller? Isn't that him right beside... No. Isn't that right? him right beside... No, that's Patrick McCaw. Oh, that's McCaw. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> and he looks terrified. This is just he the moment before he, he looks to the screen. Yeah. Also, the dude... Oh, yeah, that's McCaw. The dude with the unbuttoned shirt behind Embiid now looks more like John Goodman in this picture than he did in the first one. <laughs> a little bit. But also just like... Um, he looks like Bradley Cooper and like uh, and John Goodman mixed together. What's Bradley Cooper's terrible movie? Oh, uh, all of them. Uh, <laughs> the star, a star is born. A star is born. Yeah. yeah. Oh, also a little bit of Jeff Bridges too, I guess. A little Jeff yeah. Bridges in there. <laughs> we also have the Boston Pizza guy looking extremely sad. He's again. displeased that the lady next to him has a phone. I think. <laughs> This guy, I need to know what's up with this guy because he's not emoting at all. He lost a lot of money on an investment on Dragon's Den. I think he probably bet against this game. Mm-hmm. I would bet that he bet against it. And the guy <laughs> immediately behind him, he's pretty good too. Uh, yeah, the dude who's like leaning forward. He's like, oh, that's definitely yeah. going in. <laughs> oh, shit. And I also just noticed that yeah. one of the, there's like that woman that's underneath Embiid. Yeah, the, 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 the mop lady. She, oh my god. Yeah, she Get also... <laughs> wait, no, wait. There's a lady there? Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I saw the first the mop shadow. lady. This lady looks like she's terrified. <laughs> I know. That's, so she... I know the one... I know the woman because she's been doing it forever. Uh-huh. She's the daughter of someone on the staff, I think. Okay. The one who's kind of coming forward. I don't know who the woman is. Like in the shadow of a bee. I didn't notice her. She looks horrified. <laughs> yeah, well, you would be too. But yeah, like, and I he's like a large she, man. And he's also unsure. She's still yeah. looking around him. Yeah. Yeah. She's, she, he could land on her. I like, she's going to, she's like, I gotta see. Yeah, and she's underneath both Embiid and Untucked Shirt John Goodman guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. Well, this was way longer than the five minutes I thought we were going to go, Katie. But Sorry. That's okay. We really started to get into some art criticism. Did basically. you expect anything different? <laughs> no. Uh, Katie, thank you so much. This was awesome. Uh, I, I had a blast talking to you about it, and we'll be talking about this shot for a very long time, I'm thinking. And, uh, yeah, this was great. Anything that you would like yeah, to plug? Yeah, I don't ever want to stop talking about it. No, it's so good. Like, uh, I got Joey. Yeah, I got so Joey good. Devine I, coming on in a second to talk about it from a neutral perspective. So that should be fun. Oh, I doubt that guy's going to be neutral. Come on, <laughs> Joey. Um, no, I just I'll say that it's been such a like pleasure today to 
uh, watch all the like ESPN commentary roll it in. Mm-hmm. Be- the begrudging Stephen A. Smith. How many times and, have you watched oh, it? The shot? Yeah, yeah. Like how many times Ooh. have you watched the replay? It's in the 30s now, I think. Oh, I'm in like the hundreds easily. <laughs> okay. Okay, I'm showing some restraint. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I, I've watched it every single time it's come across my feed. N- not exaggerating to say that. <laughs> <laughs> also, shouts to Marc Gasol. Thoughts on, I know you've been a little frosty with Marc Gasol. His, uh, his conversation with Embiid, lastly, before we wrap up here. What were your thoughts on that? I like that. I thought obviously I thought that was like incredible. I also mm-hmm. think I think that's like such a that's one of those things in your life where like you have a split second to make a decision of like where you're gonna go in a huge moment mm-hmm. and you're maybe like half thinking about it and he was so removed, like he was he when it happened he like threw his arms up in the air and started running out <laughs> away. <laughs> so I think he was just in like a little bit right place, right time and then from Embiid to get to where he was, almost crushing a woman to like all the way to where Marc Gasol was. <laughs> like he must have covered some ground pretty quick. So I think Gasol was just like in the perfect place, and he just really he like took that opportunity. And you can see at first Embiid trying to get away from him, mm-hmm. which is obvious. Like I mean, yeah, like you couldn't argue with that. Like I'm sure he just wanted to get off the court, you know. Mm-hmm. But the fact that he stayed and Gasol kind of just like. I don't know, like, folds his body around him. I thought it was really cool. I thought it was, like, a very beautiful moment. And I think, uh, like, what everybody else is saying, you know, like, I don't know if people are like, he's a real classy guy. And I get it, yeah, of course, like, he's a really classy athlete, but I feel like that's such a human moment. Absolutely. Yeah, it's it's like, that's a character moment for him. Yep. I uh, could not have said it any better myself. Katie, thank you so much for taking the time. This was delightful. And uh, we will talk again soon, I'm sure. Katie? Hi. I, oh, I, I, thought, I thought you were going to be like, bye! Oh, I thought you, I never know. I never know if I should. Because <laughs> I thought you were going to be like, and done. Uh, no, uh, and done now. And done now, okay. Just cut it right off as soon as you stop talking, so there's not. Nope, not doing that. <laughs> We are going to round out this re-airing of the Kawhi Shot Five Ways episode from two years ago with Joey Devine of Round Ball Rock in just one second. But first, I want to tell you about our friends over at BetOnline.ag, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports action. You got baseball in full swing right now. The hockey playoffs start this weekend. Basketball playoffs start next week. You want to throw some money down to the play-in games? That sounds like a freaking blast before the next pitch or shot or tip or whatever it is in the sport of preference that you like that starts the action. Head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. So go again to BetOnline.ag, sign today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code locked on all one word that means if you put in 100 bucks you get 150 bucks to play with off the top of the your time with the site that's amazing it's a wonderful deal with the code locked on at betonline.ag your online sportsbook experts the nba playoffs are right around the corner and locked on nba is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. 
Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, now let's round out the Kawhi Shot 5 Ways re-airing with Joey Devine of Round Ball Rock. We love him. He's the best. All right, joining me now to uh, finish out this podcast here. I figured we should get a neutral perspective, someone who's not uh, steeped in the history and anguish and all of that with the Raptors. Uh, the host, or one of the hosts, or the temporary host, or whatever. I don't know what you guys are doing at, at this point. Dave Schilling coming back <laughs> at any point. Uh, from Round Ball Rock, it's Joey Devine. Joey, what's going on, man? Oh, not much, Sean. Just uh, enjoying a day without basketball for once, actually. Um, uh, I needed a little bit of a break. I am um, so relieved the Raptors don't play today or tomorrow. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to spend today watching clips of the shot. I've been doing it all day. I've watched it like a thousand times. Who has the best call? Uh, Harlan's is pretty good, but yeah. I think my favorite is the French one. Where they finish it off with "Wee Papa, Wee Papa," it's the best. <laughs> um, how many? I guess you're not a Raptors fan, so maybe you've watched it less. Like literally every time it comes up on my timeline, I'm watching it. Uh, how many times have you watched it today? I've watched it. Oh, today twice. Yeah. I okay. watched it probably three or four times yesterday. Okay. So, what was your reaction when the whole thing happened? Well. I had a funny I had I watched it in the worst way a human being possibly could in that I knew it was going in when I saw it. Okay. Because I was working and following it on Twitter and everyone was just like, "Oh my god, Kawhi." So then I pulled <laughs> up the replay as quickly as possible. Um and it's a pretty crazy shot. I think an underrated aspect of the shot itself is how weird the shot is Mm -hmm. because he doesn't make a move or do anything other than dribble to a spot and then all of a sudden the ball's in the air like he barely squares up Mm -hmm. to take the shot he doesn't take a step back there's like no move i described it on my podcast as being weirdly mechanical (laughs) it it the shot itself reminds me a little bit of that scene in Prometheus where uh, the, the robot man is shooting hoops while riding a bicycle, and it's just so simple and easy for him. And then he waits for so long, and it's like you see a robot learn what a feeling is. <laughs> Yeah. The other thing I think about it is I was I was thinking a lot about the Raptors and just the anguish you guys have had uh, the playoffs have caused and how it was it's so torturous to you the fans <laughs> that that is how the greatest shot in history it's still like it was still fate toying with you a bit. Uh-huh. Um, the other idea, the other thing it made me think of is, do you know the movie The Sixth Man? No. Uh, it's a basketball movie from the 90s where it is, it's gonna sound much darker than it is. <laughs> I'm gonna let you know that right away. But what happens in The Sixth Man is there's a basketball team, I think they're a college team, and one of their teammates dies, 
but then comes back as a ghost and helps them play basketball. Okay. So like they'll they'll like be throwing up air balls and the ghost catches the air ball as an alley oop and it goes in and everyone's like what because they can't see the ghost. So I was thinking it reminded me a little bit of the Sixth Man and I think it was the ghost of Demar Derozan that tipped in the shot. <laughs> When you put it that way, I like the shot even more now. Yeah, you should. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, that's awesome. <laughs> the thing that echoed it out initially on the first bounce is it's the echoes through time of Masai Ujiri yelling, fuck, Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And then, like, all of the, the, the groans and yells of yeah. LeBron when he would throw down off-glass dunks in the yeah. opening minute of Game 1. Everything the Drake has ever done. Yeah. Except uh, for when he clapped in Rodney Stuckey's face and caused yeah, a turnover. That was, that was awesome, yeah. Other than that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, Joey, thank you for so succinctly summing up the shot. Um, let, let me ask you, you're a Warriors fan. Are you... Sort of. I, it, <laughs> you, I mean, I, you I hate these a Warriors, Warriors fan, yes. and I've been a Warriors fan, but I think I hate the Warriors more than anyone else hates the Warriors at this point. <laughs> I, I have become... I've now become the thing I hated the most, which is a Laker fan that loves Kobe more than the Lakers, yeah. but about Steph Curry. Yeah. I don't know how it happened to me, but it it has. So yes, I am a Warriors fan, sort of. Well, don't aren't you just happy that Durant's out now? Is that like does that make you happy? Um, complicated question. I mean, I'm <laughs> never happy when anyone is hurt. Fair enough. Yeah, but I am happy that Steve Kerr is finally forced to uh, run the play that got the Warriors like all the championships in the first place, which is Steph Curry and a Draymond Green pick and roll at the top of the key. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, Cause when Duran is there, he refuses to run that play. Instead. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of Steph Curry running around like an asshole off the ball. <laughs> <laughs> so with the Bucks and Raptors series, then are you hoping to play the Raptors or would you I would rather, rather play the Raptors than the Bucks. Okay. Um, just because the Bucks remind me a little bit too much of the 2015 Warriors, okay. and symmetrically, uh, I worry about symmet- symmetry when it comes to beginnings and ends of sports stories. Hey, and uh, you don't got to tell me about symmetry with I know this shit. <laughs> and the Bucks, they're like firing Jason Kidd mirrors the warriors firing mark jackson they're like the same guy basically Mm -hmm. uh like the ascendant mvp season from a guy who kind of like isn't supposed to be this good uh to the fact that they blew out so many teams but still everyone was like "Eh, they're the bucks they might lose (laughs) it all feels like the 2015 warriors yeah I wish I could even care about the Bucks series right now. I just can't. I'm just so happy. <laughs> Look, Kawhi versus Giannis is going to be dope as hell. I can't as, wait. A, as someone with no real rooting interest in it, mm-hmm. 
Um, I'm very excited to watch, like... It's the Steph uh, versus Dame of wing players. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's like, uh, it's like Pacific Rim. Uh, there's just two kaiju going at each other while a bunch of, like, weird, weird, like, specialty people, uh, sit around and watch it. (laughs) Well, Joey, uh, if it does get to the point where the Raptors play the Warriors in the finals, we'd love to have you back on the podcast. For hey, sure. I'll be here. All right, man. Uh, listen to Round Ball Rock. Subscribe to their Patreon page. It's awesome. Uh, and the Discord chat is always popping off. It's always <laughs> popping. <laughs> it's become just for me a place where I dump my deepest Raptors fan anxieties and just hope I can get someone to like console me. And, yeah, oh, uh, we can do that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I'm just like last night I was just like, losing my shit and I, I used too many tweets to express that so I needed somewhere else to type it and that was the place to go so subscribe to that if you're a Raptors fan and want to uh, <laughs> do the same as me so patreon.com slash roundrockpod is that it? yep alright subscribe there and uh, at Frankie Muniz on Twitter that's me <laughs> right. uh, I would pull one up but uh... <laughs> that's but. Your, that's your podcast spit. You no, know. I have them sitting right here. Hold on, just give me ten seconds. Um, uh, follow me on Twitter at Frankie Muniz, where on four thirty fifteen I tweeted at Wikipedia. How do I get someone to stop writing false information on my Wikipedia page? It's really frustrating. <laughs> Thank you for using that really good one on this show and not on your own. Uh, much appreciated. Hey, no problem. Uh, thanks, Joey. Uh, we'll, we'll talk to you soon, man. Great. Later, Sean. And that is going to do it for today's episode. Again, a huge thanks to Joey and Katie, two years in, in I guess, the past for joining the podcast. Uh, thanks to those of you for listening in. Sorry we did a re-airing twice in a row. Look, it's a bit of a weird week for the Raptors. They're kind of in purgatory where nothing means much and the games are not terribly intriguing, uh, but that's okay. We'll be back again on Friday to talk about the game against the Bulls where there could be some finality to be had as a loss to Chicago will sure up the seventh best lottery odds for your Toronto Raptors. We'll dig into what that'll mean. We'll dig into some takeaways from the player development side of things as the Raptors will once again be without all of their good players. And we will uh, have something for you on Friday morning to talk about the Bulls game and uh, look ahead to the Mavericks on Friday night. Of course, remember Locker Room Friday afternoon at 2 p.m. as well. If you want to join us there, you can download the app. It's free to join us. And myself, Vivek, and Katie will be shooting the breeze on Locker Room at 2 p.m., and uh, yeah, that's about all I got. Have a wonderful evening, afternoon, whatever you're listening to this. Enjoy the game against the Bulls. And we will talk to you again on Friday with another episode of Locked on Raptors. Bye-bye. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.